I needed that. There you go. I'm I'm down for that. I think that's cool. Well, Chris's podcast, I Needed That, co-hosted by Matthew Blades, is available on all streaming platforms, everybody. Again, we're talking with Rachel from season five of my show. We tend to do that a lot with a ton of things, is like try to pass on ownership. You know, I'm a confident, badass woman. That's what I say to myself. I just stopped feeling like you anymore. I remember looking at myself in the mirror and being like, who is this chick? I am MIA, and I, I need to get myself back. All right, welcome to the I Needed That podcast. We're both in our home bunks today because both of us couldn't get up and move in any way, shape, or form. (laughs) And the thought of getting into my car and having to do that sort of semi-squat to settle in, my Uh, legs just can't have it, Chris Powell. I can't have it today. (laughs) I... When I sat down on the toilet this morning, it was a controlled fall, and I had to hang on to the towel rack. You know what I'm talking about, right? And then I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling for the toilet behind me. It was, yeah, it was, it was just like smashing a big leg day. But it was, uh, oh, I'm feeling it too, man. Where are you hurting the most? Uh, okay, so first up, let's back up. Both of us ran the Lululemon 10K yesterday. Here's a couple of photos of us uh, at race time. There's the team after we were done. There's the whole team after we were done. There's uh, Chris and Odette, yes. Rachel and I. Dude, that was so much fun. It was so much fun. But anyways, yeah, we ran 10, 10, the 10K yesterday, which I think, I know for me, it was the longest race I've ever done. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I've never done anything more than a 5K. Have you? I have, yes, I have. Okay. So I knew, I right. knew what we were in for, but I remember you were really scared before. And now, would you consider doing it again? I think I'm more of a 5K kind of guy myself, but I wouldn't be as frightened of it as I was. And and honestly, uh, hi to DA. What's up, DA? What's up, Charlie? Hi, Charlie. What's up, um, we, uh, I don't think I could have done it. I honestly don't think I could have done it without that girl right there in the middle of the screen with a big smile on her face behind Odette, right in front of me, yes. Rachel. <laughs> she was amazing. She's she incredible. Was, she was more scared than any of us. And so for for anyone watching or anyone listening, uh, Rachel's been going through her own journey of transformation. And so she was terrified. Like you, she had never run a 10K before. She's only done a 5K. Right. And she was absolutely terrified. But you know what we did? We did the whole walk-run method. She, yes. she was our pacer. She would call it, we would do 90 seconds uh, jogging and then 30 seconds walking. And she called it out the entire time. And I don't know if you observed this, Matthew, but there was like a group of people that started kind of hovering around us and they moved with us because they were listening to her call the intervals. And then they, I didn't know yes, that they were moving with us. It was amazing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love it. Well, I know that I didn't see this, but Sam said that she got real emotional toward the end. And I'm assuming just because she was just so proud of herself for getting that done. Right. Yeah. yeah. And as, oh, as she should awesome. be, it's just, you know, when you set out to some to, to conquer something that you're terrified of, and then that realization that I can do this and I did do this, um, you know, and she's going to have that for the rest of her life. No one can ever take that away from her crossing that finish line and, and, and making that memory. Like what a beautiful thing, because that's really, you know, she's been, again, I mentioned she's on this incredible transformation journey and it's not this time for her. It's not about losing the weight. It's about, and she tells me this all the time. It's about making memories. 
Yeah. And, and doing things that she couldn't do before. And that's, and she's living a life that she wasn't living before. And so like, that's what makes her really emotional is that she'll have that forever with us. We all crossed the finish line together, you know? And it was, yeah, man, I had her, we, 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 uh, we went to breakfast after, uh, of all, of all things and all people, Chris knew the guy who was working at the US egg in Scottsdale. (laughs) And so we got him, we got a table, we had a bunch of food. And then afterwards I was like, Rachel, you have to record the work and recover like we were on the thing because I just want to play this a hundred times today. So here you go, everybody for an hour and 30 minutes. This is what we heard from Rachel yesterday. Work. <laughs> and everyone starts running. Recover. And then y'all start walking. <laughs> that, that was on repo so in my head. I don't know about you, but it, oh, yeah. same thing. And we got toward the end there and I couldn't hear the word recover fast enough. Oh. It was like, I, it, but that last mile and a half, I kept looking. I was like, are we close to recovery? Yeah. Because the hips, man, they just start screaming. Okay. So yeah. Tell me real quick. What hurts the most on you today? Oh yeah, that's right. That's where this started. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's my, my legs are super sore. Like I smashed a leg day. I kind of agree with you on that. Uh, and then it's my ass. It's like the high part of my ass, maybe in my hips a little bit. Okay. Where I just feel a little bit tight. But I will tell you, I, I had, um, I put a CBD balm all over my legs and my butt, and my hips and everything. When I got home yesterday, I took an Epsom salt bath. Uh, I took four ibuprofen. So I would like, I think I threw everything at it that I could, Chris. Yes. But uh, that's where I'm sore. Are you sore at all? Or is this like so normal for you? You fine? No, it's it's my hips. My hips are yeah, definitely okay. feeling it. So it's it's a little different from a from a typical leg day where like it's like a deep muscular soreness. This is more of a joint soreness in the hips. I actually did my, my 10 minutes of cardio this morning because I can't break my streak. And so I got out there and what did you do on the what did you do? Run? Yeah, I just went running up and down my street. And so you know, I I, I literally I cluster my promises in the morning. So I first thing out of bed, you know, I jump in my cold plunge just to wake up. Then I throw on my hoodie and my sweatpants and I I go run, running up and down the street because the sun's coming up and I, that way I can get the sunlight in my eyes and I get my 10 minutes of cardio intervals at the same time. And I guys, I'm on this incredible streak and I can't break it. So anyway, about five steps in, I'm like, Oh man, this is not a good idea right now. (laughs) And my hips are killing me right now. And it's, uh, it's right here. I don't know if you can see, but it's, just yeah, just below his waist. It looks like you're almost pointing at your psoas muscles, yeah. right? Like in the front there. Yeah, it's it's, it's it wraps around a little bit behind that. Yeah, yeah, because my hip flexors, which is like the psoas muscle, man, they they get they're super tight. So that's they were pulling on me yesterday, but you know, all par for the course, man. It was it was so much fun, and again, we made so many awesome memories yesterday. And we had Odette; she drove in from San Diego to join us, and uh, it was a ton of fun. So. Yeah. There it Colleen. Is, man. You know, I like that. Colleen's that's, in the house. that's my mom's name, actually. Colleen. Colleen? Yeah. Oh, what's up, Christine? God. Salute. Cynthia, what's, what's going, going on? on? Cynthia. <laughs> yeah, we had a good time. We actually, Chris and I decided yesterday that sometime next year, we need to almost orchestrate our own walk-run situation yeah. and invite everybody to come to Phoenix and join us for it. And and uh, we'll just do something super cool because it was really a lot of fun. The community yeah. is the biggest piece that I can't stress enough. Like that is such a fun environment. And everybody on our team was like, 
I can't believe it's done. Yeah. I can't believe it. It flew. It flew by. And that's the beauty of it also. It's like when you're out there by yourself, you feel, you feel your body a lot more. But when you're in an event like this and there's the camaraderie and there's the excitement and there's 7,500 people around you, we were, we were, we talked the whole time, by the way. I don't know if you know. noticed, like we literally carried on conversations. We're, we're running zone and two. talking like that. Yeah, that's right. There's plenty of zone two involved. But it was great because at the end of the whole thing, you knew each other that much more and everyone around yeah. you because, you know, have you ever been on like a, a, like a long road trip and there's always like one or two cars that are like, if you're going the same, about the same speed, you kind of get to know them pretty well on the freeway and, it, yeah, it's, and, and they're passing cars with you. And there's almost like this little camaraderie, the people that are kind of running along with you even though you don't know them, if, but you're always kind of together, you build that camaraderie. And of course, with Rachel calling out the intervals and everyone just kind of started like circling around our group, man, it was, it was fun. So you just, you get to be friends with all these people around you, you know? <laughs> all day, all I got morning. my, uh, I got my stats back. Did you get your stats back from Lululemon? Oh, I did. Yes. Okay. Yep. So by the way, very, very, like we mean this so much. Thank you so much to Harper and the entire team at Lululemon and the 10K tour. We had a blast. I know next year it's in LA. We would love to be a part of that thing as well. Um, I didn't get yours, but this is mine and I'm guessing yours is similar to it. I put it up on the screen there for those that are watching on YouTube yep. and Facebook, but I came in 4,572nd place. That's amazing. Yes. Hold on. Hold on. Let me see. I was 57th place in my age group, but there was only about 70 runners. So there was, as my son said to me last night, dad, there was only 11 people slower than you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank <laughs> you very awesome. much for the reminder. Oh, I love Shirk. it. I love it. Yeah. What, I, did your, what is your say? Oh, bro. I smashed you. I smashed you by seven seconds. Hold on. There's mine. One eighteen thirty-five. You were just a little bit. Where did you place in terms of your age group? I, see, I don't know. Do I have to hit the red button for that? Yeah. Okay. Hit, hit the red button, but the then it pulls up now. pretty quickly, and oh, and you get go. like overall how how you place for your gender and yeah, then how okay, you place in your go. age group. Uh, one thousand three hundred thirty third place. Wow, those are my those are my that's my lucky numbers. Thirty three. There you go. Out Four. of the you talking about your gender or oh, overall? Out of one thousand five hundred and fifty one gender. Yeah, uh, you were what? Overall, here we go. Overall, 4,558th place <laughs> out of 5,866 overall. But you know what? As far as as far as fun, first overall. First place. First, that's all that matters. We had so much freaking fun. First place. Yes. Yeah. This was a really, <laughs> really a good group of people. We had Sam. I'll, I'll work left to right. We had Sam running with us. Rachel, Odette, our podcast manager. Chris, me. Claire was there. Cadence was one of her friends. She runs all the time and she said she loved the intervals. It was her favorite part yeah. of, of the run. Yeah, that's that's the way to go. So if, for anyone listening, if you're terrified to do like a couch to 5K, just get up and walk, do the walk jog method. It is yeah. so unbelievably enjoyable. And you, you're going to start off by walking for 90 seconds, jog for 30 seconds, walk for 90 seconds, jog for 30 seconds. And you don't have to do a 5K right off the bat. Literally do that for, uh, I don't know, a quarter of a mile and go back home. And then the next day, go a half a mile, go back home. And it's slowly but surely you can build it up. And before you know it, then you're jogging for 90 seconds and you're walking for 30 seconds and you can accomplish anything. People are so, you know, it's, it's really wild because if you haven't moved in a long time, you really, and Rachel experiences, you know, you, you start to doubt yourself. 
And then you get out there and you do sure. it just a few more times and a few more times. And before you know it, <laughs> you, you cover a whole 10 K 6.2 miles and you're crossing the finish line. It's like, it's really cool. Yeah. There's, um, go ahead. Go, you you want to say something else and then I'll, I'll move us along a little bit. Go ahead. Oh, I, I was, I was going to say there, there's something really magical also about doing an event. Um, because yeah. I don't know about you, but, um, the moment it's crazy because, um, when you are trying to incentivize yourself or motivate yourself and you're thinking, Oh, I want to do this. I want to do this. It's really easy to kick that can down the road. The moment yeah. you actually sign up for an event. Now tell me, honestly, did you feel yeah. this immediate sense of urgency of, yeah, I better start practicing. I'm going to yes. get out there and it becomes a priority immediately. So it's like, you, you have to sign up for the event. And the moment you hit register, it's like the, the switch gets flipped in your mind, right? It was really powerful for me because I just, I, I went to the gym so many times, excuse me, and did things I didn't want to do, which everybody knows by now is running. And uh, it was, it was, it was fine. I got to be honest, man. Like I even came home and told my wife last night, she was like, how did you do it? And I was like, I gotta be honest, I, I felt fine. Like there was never, mm, maybe like mile five, mile six, I started to get pretty sore. Mm. But for the first four or five miles, not only was I never out of breath, I never felt sore. I never felt like I couldn't carry on a conversation. So by all, by all of those measures, I'm gonna give myself a pretty pretty good grade for yesterday, man. I felt really good. And here's the other cool thing, at least for me, was you know, I just turned 50 a couple of weeks ago, and this was the first big thing that I've done in this decade. Ah, dude, that's and awesome. right? Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, all right, listen, if you're 50 and you start with a 10K, where could you go? What else could you put on the list and actually check off for yourself. And so it was motivating in that sense for me. I don't know if you felt any of that too, but it was motivating for me in that way. So what's, what's the answer? What's next? Yeah, I don't know something, right. But I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not afraid of really anything. Yeah. You know? yeah. I, I would love to, I, I love to cycle. Mm. Um, and so I would a hundred percent consider doing something on the bike again. Yes. Yeah. That's a lot of fun for me. I don't love to swim um, <laughs> and I don't love to run, but I do love to cycle. And yeah. so I would consider doing something like that again. Cool. Very cool. Yeah, buddy. And I was thinking the whole time that I was doing that though, um, I was thinking my, my kids would love this. I really want to do one with my kids. I like because it's really, and by the way, again, for everyone listening, a lot of these events, they've got little like kids, five K's. They didn't have one yesterday. It was, it was all mostly adults. I didn't actually see any kids on the course, but a lot of times, whether it's like, you know, a Spartan or a tough mutter or a lot of these other five K's, they've got little kids courses just to get them accustomed to doing big events like this, which I think yeah. I couldn't think of a more beautiful thing to really kind of get your kids used to than doing events as a community and especially like an active event like this. And um, it was funny because when the kids heard about it, they weren't with me this, this week, they're with their mom. And both of them were like, dude, dad, let, let's do it, let's do it. And I was like, oh, we can't do it this time. But so I promised them that we're going to do one and I'm super excited about about getting them involved in this. So we'll, we'll have them come along next time, which by the way, you know, what the beauty of that is they slow the pace even more. 
And so we can just cruise. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Look at this. Jennifer was there. She said it was so rewarding to finish. Yay. Congrats, Jennifer. Good job, Jennifer. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. You you and I definitely, I mean, listen, we got other priorities and some things. You're you're working on releasing an app here in a couple of weeks. And uh, you know, I'm certainly got a few things going on, but we have to do come up with something because we even talked about it yesterday, like a, a run, walk, and stroll where people can bring out strollers and that way the kids can be a part of it. The kids can jump out and walk and run mm-hmm. a little bit, you know, something like that. I would love to do something like that. You know, what I keep coming back to though, is what? where you and I first got started and that was, you know, doing the mountain climb, the, you know, yes, the a mountain sir. climb, which is just such a, does such a beautiful okay. event for everyone out there who wants to take a very first step on a journey of transformation, you know, okay. which is, um, you know, like there's, there's something really cool about you and me come, like going back to our roots and doing something Let's like that. Let's pick a that. date though. So, Let's just pick a date. Yeah. And, and, and maybe it's, it's, uh, maybe we combine the two where it's like you go around the mountain and then everyone meets at the top or something like that. Yeah. Oh, Kiwanis Jennifer Park suggests, awesome. Yeah. Kiwanis Park. Yeah. We, we originally did it at a mountain and I like a mountain, but the parking can be a real pain in the ass sometimes. Dude, especially now. It's, especially. I mean, Tempe's a, it's a full on city now. It is crazy trying to park around there. It is nuts. Uh, All right. Well, listen, let's uh, switch gears a little bit. We have a brand new podcast today that I think you, me, Odette, Rachel, almost everybody on the team agrees is probably going to be our most downloaded podcast ever. No disrespect to anybody who showed up before, but this woman is a legend in her space. Mm, she is. She is Dr. Mary Claire Haver. Well, I don't know about you, but I was hanging on. Well, I came, <laughs> I came with two pages of questions for her because she is the authority on menopause for women and hormone replacement therapy. And I certainly, I left that conversation with so much hope for my sister, my mother, my friends. I mean, if, First of all, if you're a woman, you must listen to this conversation, especially if you think that life is over after menopause. Um, and if you are, if you have, you know, I mean, and I think every guy needs to listen to this as well. And Matthew, you even brought that up in the podcast. I mean, if you are a husband or a brother or a son, or I mean, like every Boyfriend, dude, friend. if you have a woman in your life, you must listen to this because every woman is going to go through menopause. So to understand, boy, she broke it down. I, I left the interview with such a more thorough and deep understanding of the processes and on what can actually be done about it. All right, let's yeah. listen to a couple of clips here. We've got, we've got uh, two queued up for you. Here is number one. So would you recommend that a woman speak, obviously, with their practitioner about the hormone replacement therapy while they're doing all of this? I think 100% of women deserve the conversation. And the decision to start is individual based on her risk, benefits, needs, wants, but every single woman deserves the conversation. Okay. Good. I, I was going to say, what, what, disqualifies, what disqualifies them? You just listed it. Yeah. How does, a, how does a woman know if like the person that she's talking to about menopause doesn't get her, doesn't get her case, doesn't. Yeah. So unfortunately, know? that's going to be most OB-GYNs today. Oh, 
yeah. damn, she threw the gauntlet down, didn't she? she a little did. bit. She did. But I love also that she actually gave a resource for every woman to go to, to yes. go talk to a doctor who is willing to have that conversation. And so, which is uh, amazing. So like w- when you listen to the interview, you're not only are you going to get all this incredible information, but you're going to get all these resources that you can literally go online or you can pick up the phone and you can start getting answers for yourself now, whether you are pre pre-menopause, perimenopause, menopause or post, which is, okay. you know, like I remember when, right after the interview, I called up Rachel. I was like, Rachel, you are going to be so thrilled when you actually listen to this conversation. <laughs> me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. She, I didn't call Rachel, but I called a couple of women in my life and I was like, I cannot wait for you to hear this. Right. I, and I was like, yeah. you were going to have, I was like, you're going to be living your best life into your fifties, sixties and seventies. Like you have no idea, but you, right. you start now you can completely set the foundation. I was, I'm fired up about the whole thing. All right, here's another clip where she is talking about the surprising impact of hormone replacement therapy. Physicians love, you know, if it walks like a duck, it sounds like a duck. You know, we're set, we're taught a list of symptoms and it, you know, where's the duck? But it turns out the duck's a lot more complicated. There's multiple organ systems affected. It affects our brains, our, our skin, our kidneys, our lungs. Our, there's not a single organ system that is not affected because we have estrogen and testosterone receptors just about everywhere in our body. And when we take those hormones away, so the, the symptomatology can be really different from woman to woman, where mine was hot flashes, night sweats, a lot of emotional changes. Another woman's might be uh, creaky joints, frozen shoulder, massive headaches, you know, so it really is different from women. All right. Just like you said, man, sensational. I hope everybody takes advantage of it today because uh, she's a wealth of information. And I'm going to double down on something you said a second ago, Chris. I want every single man that listens to our podcast to listen to this as well, because all of the women in our life go through this at some point or another. And it's so healthy to understand kind of like medically speaking, where they're coming from and what we can do to be a lot more supportive. Thousand percent. And yeah. and for all the women out there listening, just know that you can absolutely be living your best life, like physically, mentally, emotionally, well into your 50s, 60s, and 70s. It does not have to be the end of the line for you by any stretch of the imagination. So please listen to this podcast. Yeah. Colleen wants to know where it's located. It is everywhere. It's on Spotify for sure. So if you're a Spotify listener, just look up I Needed That. Actually, what we do here, let me put a link in this right now. I can just do this really quick while we're talking, if that's okay with you, dude. Yeah. And um, we actually, on Chris's website, there is a button that you can hit. And then ev- and then every single platform, Let me let me post this into the comments right now here. Stand by. Uh, every single platform is listed there. So you can just go to that website, uh, Colleen, and then hit it. And then all of the the stuff is kind of like right here. I can even show you what it looks like just so everybody has an idea what they're getting ready to expect. Um, but that's it. That's what it looks like. And so you can see that you have, you know, Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, iHeartRadio, they're all there. So it's a, it's a super easy way to go and get connected to our podcast and, and go and check it out. And Cynthia, what if a woman has kids late in the years? Do they, you know, that listen to the podcast. Cause I'm not exactly sure if that specific thing came up, but I'm sure she says something that might help you get an answer. Yes. Yes. Well, and it's the process of, you know, when a woman stops ovulating. And so basically the, the systems there shut down, but at the same time, 
the body also stops producing a lot of those hormones, which would be your progesterone, your estrogen, your testosterone. And so we, we literally go through every single hormone. We talk about a lot of the treatments for each one, how they will actually be separate, but then also ways to cluster them based on your practitioner. And so, yes, it's, I mean, we talk about all of the above. And it was funny because- Pauline, like, I, I put it in the uh, comments right away. Go ahead, Chris. I put it in the comments for everybody. First, whoever's a Spotify user, that's it right there. It's in the comments. It was, it was interesting because, you know, I, I do a, a, a regular Q&A on my Insta and I've been slammed for the last few weeks, so I haven't had a chance to, but when I was mentioning that I was going to be interviewing Dr. Mary Claire Haver, um, I had all these women writing in all their questions. So by the way, I grabbed all of those questions and every single one was asked. And so yes, I'm so excited to turn around and I promised, I promised all every single person who asked, I said, we, I will ask, I will ask her these questions. That's why I showed up with two pages. And so, um, yeah, I hope, I certainly hope that everyone's really they're they're educated and excited and inspired by the way that everything went down by the interview. Yeah, I think even if you love your OB, like when you hear this podcast, you're probably gonna have a list of five or six questions that you wanna ask your OB about when you're done. Mm -hmm. She's just that good. I, I, I love, there's nothing to me cooler in the world than a person, I don't care what they do for a living, but anybody who can sort of translate and help people understand <clears throat> a lot more clearly, like what to expect. And she is freaking dynamite. Yeah. So, and you can, and right. she's pure passion also. The way she, she breaks it down in, a, in an easy to understand way, but man, she does it with a lot of excitement and passion. So you, you can tell yeah. she loves what she does. She was awesome. So anyways, that's out today. A whole bunch of podcasts out today. I think we're, <clears throat> aren't we closing in on number 50? Yeah. Dude, we should Wasn't that 50? Yeah. 50. You're 50. The podcast is turn, about to turn 50, 50 episodes deep. Man, this is awesome. We should have we a got, We got a whole lot of 50 going yeah, on. Yeah, we do. Let me see. I was going to look and see. Okay, Marie Claire is 49, 48. Ooh. So we're getting okay, okay, we're almost there. Wow. Um. Well, listen, uh, we didn't get together to do a pod, but I feel like we've done a pod today anyways. And um, what's the rest of your week looking like, man? How are you? How are you feeling about all this? This app craziness, man. I know it's a lot. As as I'm just going to be totally transparent about this whole thing, man. In the tech world, you know, it's funny because if you'd asked me three weeks ago, I'm like, dude, I'm so excited. We're launching this thing in like two weeks. No, there's, there's more tech issues and there's bugs and you find all kinds of craziness. And so we do have to push the launch back just a little bit as it's, this is just a normal practice in the tech world, but it's such a pain in the butt because the timelines are not, it's, it's hard to be solid on it. And so we, we got to push it back just a little bit. And then there were, there were a couple, um, big scheduling issues like Ruby's birthday, my daughter that I, you know, that's, it was funny because we were going to push a launch date to November 16th, which is her birthday. I'm like, that ain't going to happen. No way. Yeah. At least, you know, at least my priorities are, are in the right place. So, yeah, um, yeah, I learned so much through, through you on this whole thing. Like uh, one of the interesting things that I learned was that when you create an app, you submit it to all the platforms and then there are people sort of, they, they go through with a fine tooth comb and they decide basically like, is it ready? And, and for those, I think most people understand this, but when you, when you write code, you create an app or a website or something like that, there's usually bugs. There's usually bugs in there, links that don't connect, things that work one way on one page and don't on another. And I'm sure in the tech world, it comes down to a semicolon and a colon and a dot and a period yep. and an exclamation point. Right. Yep. But 
These are really, really super small details. And I was fascinated to learn that Google itself, in your example, was one of the companies that kept sending it back and going, okay, you got to clean these few things up, got to clean these few things up. So I actually came to appreciate the apps that were in my app store more because it made through you, I was like, oh, wow, they really look at this stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's a human that's actually looking through, who's literally clicking through your app. And I'm sure eventually AI is going to take over that, that, that place. But right now it's like literally a human who's going through clicking on the app, trying to break it. And it's, it is tough. It's kind of like whack-a-mole where it's like, there's a problem and you'll fix that problem. When the moment you fix it, another one pops up and you go over there and you fix that problem. And then the first one pops up again and you fix it. So the biggest thing with every app out there, there's everything's like, it's going to break. It's going to. But what you do is you fix it and then you fix that and then you fix this one and then you fix it and you get to a point where an app is stable. And that's what we're looking for, stability. And we're still just, I mean, the problems are, are not as big as they used to be, but we're fine tuning them. And it's just not, it's just not at the place where we're ready to roll it out yet because it has to be, it doesn't have to be perfect, but it has to be really, really, really incredible to roll it out. And now it's just not ready yet. And so I, I'm not ready to, to, to share it with the people yet until I know they're going to have a phenomenal experience. And so it's going to be a couple more weeks, but It'll, it's going to happen and it's going to happen soon, right. but Good. yeah, we're, we're getting well, there. Well, then you say, is it kind of a secret that you're thinking sometime in December? I <laughs> see if I say it, I'm going to jinx myself. <laughs> so I don't okay, so you're not going to say it. We won't but say yes, it. Some, it sometime before the end of the year. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, that will definitely happen, but it's, it's coming soon. And, um, the, the other tricky thing though, is that the, the, the longer it takes, like all of a sudden, like a timeline gets pushed back a little bit. And I think, oh, we can squeeze three more features in right now, you know? And oh, like, I'm going to surprise them even more. So like, it's hard, it's called feature creep. And so, and I am so guilty of it because I'm, I'm constantly dreaming about the next steps. And so the, the team, the moment I, I'm like, hey guys, I, I think there's a tone in my voice when they know I'm going to ask for one more thing. And so they, they, before you know, and everyone's like, oh, here he goes again. Okay, but it's going to be- you should, you should come up with a one a document that's the one more thing, yeah. and then that comes in a 2.0. <laughs> that's it. That's, we have that document. We actually have that. Oh, you yes, do. we do. So. Yeah, it's so smart. Well, because um, it's hard. You're always going to be, I mean, you yourself are always going to be thinking about different things that you could do to add to the experience. For sure. I can't wait for the future. I can't wait for 2.0. I'm already, right. I'm already there. So we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. But it's, it's been a, it's been a, a really fun process. Frustrating at times, but exciting. Fun? <laughs> moments of it are fun moments especially well here's the thing fun when you actually see it come to life yeah. that's super cool i mean i did my cardio with it this morning right when i was talking about it, i went out and did my 10 minutes i didn't want to break my streak dude i've got a streak on this thing and i just like i'm going and it's fun and that part is uh, what is it are you uh, what are you like four months three months two months where are you at um as far as my streak goes yeah, yeah. i um i was even telling rachel oh so like my streak on there well I reset it all the time because we have to, but as far as my actual daily streak, I mean, it was going to be the last time I left town, which was, uh, we went to Hawaii and for that, uh, with the department of education for move 1 million. What was that August? And so, yeah, no, I mean, that was, by the way, that's the only time that I've actually broken my, my streak. So I, I'm on a heck of a roll, especially when it comes like cold plunging, cardio, breathing, sunlight in the eyes, the whole thing. I've been doing this since, last December. So, is that what your promise is already yourself every morning? Yeah. Yeah. What is it? Those, is it those three things, four things? What is it? So I do cold exposure first. And by the way, it's not for muscle growth or anything. It's all for focus dopamine. It's all for, for, um, 
Yeah, mental clarity. So I do cold exposure, then I do 10 minutes of cardio, and then I do direct sunlight in the eyes, and a lot of times I'll cluster them. So uh, and then gratitude, come up with three things that I'm grateful for. And that usually buttons up. That's my morning ritual right there. Oh, and the breathing. Because when I'm doing the cold exposure, it's a great time to actually focus. You box breathe. I box breathe. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, can knock out, I can knock out five things at once. And the thing is, it only takes me 15 to 20 minutes to do all of those things. But man, it lights me up. Like it's, it, it ignites my day. And I'm ready to rock within 30 minutes. I'm like, all right, let's go. All right, I want to talk to those of you who are watching us right now and listening to the podcast right now. I want you to tell me what's the one, you don't have to do three like Chris, what's the one promise that you make and keep for yourself every day? Mm. To everybody watching, we're going to put these up on the screen. Aren't you just so curious what people are going to say? I am. But what is the longest or the, the, the one promise that you keep for yourself every single day. And while you guys are typing that up, Karen has a question. How long is the longest to do the cold plunge? So I will rarely plunge more than two minutes. And yeah. because, you know, the, the key is to do a, a total of around 11 minutes a week. And so I do about two minutes a day. So I, I get, you know, every week about 14 minutes. Um, but the thing is that while you can go longer, um, it's just, it's basically, it's basically about just getting that cumulative number of about 11 minutes. And that's where you can really start to get, get a lot of the benefits of it. Um, but, uh, but at the same time, I mean, when you first start, go 30 seconds, maybe go a minute and, um, yeah. And, and see what works best for you. Here's the one thing I do though. If I, if I train heavy, um, <clears throat> and if I'm actually looking for muscle growth, cold plunging is not very good for you. Did you know that it'll actually slow muscle growth. And so if you're training for hypertrophy, so a lot of times if I do like a, a, a heavy upper body workout, then I will plunge my lower body. If I do heavy lower body, then I'll only plunge for 30 seconds because I don't want to get it too cold because it'll, the cold it reduces inflammation. But inflammation is actually the trigger. It's like the stimulus for muscle growth for protein synthesis. So a lot yeah, of times okay. if, you, if you get really cold, you slow down that and you, you, you blunt that inflammation. So anyway, sorry, right. I didn't mean Here to. Here we go. Got a couple of people chiming in on their promises every day. Jennifer keeps it. It's gratitude. Karen, I love this answer. She says, I just get up that's, in the morning. I mean, that's step that's, one, that's right? Huge, yeah. Pro like don't hit snooze. Fantastic. Don't hit snooze. What a beautiful promise to keep to yourself. Yeah. What about this? Jen says, can you explain the direct sunlight in the eyes? You said it to us yesterday because we were all going to go back to the car and get our sunglasses. And then you were like, no, no, you're not going to do that. You no. went out some science. Absolutely. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to actually grab a clip that I want you to watch of uh, uh, Andrew Huberman. So he is a professor of um, neuroscience and he's also an ophthalmologist, a professor of ophthalmology at Stanford. And they actually talk about these. We have these. Um, uh, photoreceptors in our eyes. This is the strongest way to actually set your circadian rhythm. We greatly underestimate the power of direct sunlight in our eyes because it's built into our DNA from our ancestors. And so it sets, there's this wild mechanism. It's right above the, the roof of our mouth. It's a, a part of our brain called the monochiasmatic nucleus. And it actually sets your circadian rhythm. And in order to do that, you actually need to get the, the sunlight in the eyes first thing in the morning. You notice it's, it's a different light. It's a very yellow kind of light. Our eyes are actually built with these special photoreceptors in there. And so it triggers that monochiasmatic nucleus, which is like sits just above the roof of the mouth. And from there, <laughs> there you go. What is this here? 
Oh, is this it? Um, let me see. I'll I'll go pull it right now. Um, well, here, let me play it because I've already got it here. And if this is not it, let me know. Let me know if you can hear oh, this, yeah. Chris. Imagine going into a clock store with every clock. Can you hear that? Okay, yep, got it. And they're on different schedules. That's what happens if you don't view morning sunlight. And you do view morning sunlight for about five minutes to 10 minutes on a clear day. Just look in the general direction of the sun, even if you have to be on your phone, but just kind of get some sunlight in your eyes and blink if you need to, if it's painful. That morning sunlight coordinates all the cellular and organ systems of your body. It boosts a number of chemicals that need to be released early in the day, such as cortisol, which is healthy if it's released early in the day, and the so-called catecholamines, which gives you increased focus, energy, and alertness through the morning, increased immune system function throughout the day. And it's that's a timer on some other clocks in the body, including the one that releases melatonin about 16 hours later to make you sleepy and fall asleep easily. If you don't do it for two days or three days in a row, what happens is that morning increase in cortisol still happens, but it starts getting pushed out towards the afternoon. And that is strongly associated with depressive symptoms, anxiety, and sleeplessness at night, which then just makes it harder to fall function. To Great explanation. That's that's the man right there. Yeah. And so I tell you what, boy, he, is, he has really moved the needle for the masses uh, when it comes to that kind of um, the, those practices. And I'll tell you straight up, I was a night owl for I can't tell you how many, how many years, especially working on these apps late at night. And I could not get myself to wake up in the morning and like to go to bed early at night and wake up early. Like I could not reset my clock until I took three days forced myself to wake up and I got early morning sunlight, by the way, no sunglasses. You don't, you can't, does not work. Uh, glass will filter the, the photons that we need. And so it cannot be, it has to be exposed to the actual sunlight. Took three days. I was in bed fast asleep at nine o'clock at night. And now I wake up like clockwork every morning at 6am. It completely. So everyone's like, Oh, I can't, my body's not built that way. I'm, I'm a night owl. No, you aren't. You can absolutely, you can 1000% completely reset your circadian rhythm by looking at the early morning sunlight. Like he said, it triggers, it actually tells your body when to start producing more melatonin 16 hours later or 15 or 14, whatever that number is for you. It is wild and it's a game changer. So, right. yeah. There it is. Yeah. yeah. She, uh, Colleen even says, you know, I, I never wear sunglasses. We need the sun. Her promises, by the way, are self-care, healthy food choices, meal prep, movement. Oh, those are all fantastic. I love it. Things. I love it. Damn, those, those are some big, those are some big promises too. But man, boy, they're, they also, you know, clearly they changed your life, which is amazing. Good job, Colleen. All right, man. So listen, cool. We're going to let everybody get on and off with their day. And uh, listen, we always, we always end with, you know, would you rather name that tune? And what's the importance of keeping promises to yourselves when we have our guests? But um, Chris, I'll let you take the question today as we wrap up. The importance of keeping promises to yourself, man. You're building a whole app around it. So why are you so passionate around this piece? Oh, man. How much time do we have? <laughs> as much yeah. as you want, man. It's your podcast. You know, I... I Having taken people through the journey of transformation for, for 20 plus years, um, I, I found myself working with so many people that lost belief in themselves. They had no self-esteem. They were in a really dark place. And the common denominator was the fact that they had made and broken so many promises to themselves. And that's where I realized that your integrity which is your ability to keep your, to do what you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it and your dignity, which is how you feel about yourself and your esteem and your confidence. They are tied together. And so, you know, 
the the path that there truly is an inner path of transformation and we get so confused with all these different diets and all this different you know uh, exercise programs and everything and you think that that's that's where the power is but the power really for true transformation has nothing to do with diet or exercise or weight loss those are that's all the diet and exercise are tools weight loss is secondary the real journey of transformation is learning how to believe in yourself, building your esteem, building your confidence and learning how to love yourself. And in order to do that, your that dignity is tied directly to your integrity. So the moment you start, you change your focus to keeping your promises to yourself, that's when everything changes. And if you can keep your focus there, then over time, you will learn to believe in yourself. You'll build that confidence, that esteem, and that, that self-love. There's no greater act of self-love than doing what you said you were going to do when you said you were going to do it when nobody else is watching. That's truly loving yourself. And then everything else falls into place. Everything else is secondary. And oh, yeah, you lose a lot of weight, too. And you can just pull from all these different tools like direct sunlight and meal prep and, you know, cardio and, you know, working out, say, say making a promise to, to take 10 minutes to do some sort of resistance training or stretching every day. Those are all tools you pull from them and you commit to them. And it's honoring that promise. That's that that's in the heart. And that's that's when everything changes. So keeping your promises is, is everything. It's it truly is. And not. I, you know, I, I was gonna, I'm going to use the word spiritual, not with no religious connotation. It's a spiritual experience of learning how to love yourself. And that's, that's what transformation is really all about. And that's what the mission that I'm on. So thanks. Thanks for asking me the question, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, buddy I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk about this for the rest of my life because I, I really believe this is what everyone truly needs to know. There's no magic diet and there's no magic exercise out there. I will, as a coach, I will always encourage everyone. And that's always going to be my message. Please keep your promises to yourself. Don't take my word for it. See for yourself. And it changes everything. Excellent. Yeah. Go to chrispowell.com. Click on podcast. You can link to all of the podcast links, Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you choose to be. Uh, and we hope that everybody has a chance to go and listen to the podcast that we just released today with Dr. Marie Claire Haver. She's in Austin. Wasn't she in Austin? Uh, yeah, I, th I think so. Austin, yeah. Texas. Yeah. 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 And as like, Cynthia says, oh, no, no, Galveston. you guys, oh yeah, Galveston, yeah. she was yeah. in Houston, yeah. outside of Houston. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Cause we were talking about the world series. I had yeah. the Jersey on because the, the diamondbacks were still in it. <laughs> they were for, for a hot minute. <laughs> hey, we made it to the world series, yeah. dude. That's good enough. Only two make it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, who'd have thought? Not me. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> right. All right, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you so much for your support on the I Needed That Podcast. Don't forget about the I Needed That Podcast Instagram handle. That's where we post tons of clips and pictures from kind of behind the scenes of the recordings and all the fun stuff. So have a chance. Look at that. We also have an official YouTube channel now, which you can uh, go ahead and check out at I Needed That Podcast. And if you want to watch some of what we're doing, we welcome you to join us over there. What do you got planned the rest of the day, homie? Oh man. So I'm going to jump into, I'm doing a, a big presentation for the sheriff's department actually. So um, I'm super excited about that. And then more, more work on the app. I'm getting with the team here in just a little bit. Got a design meeting, development meeting, and then um, kids. So that that's, check this out. Well, it's hard to see right now, but I've got the it's a birth week around here, and so it's hard to see, but those, those, Aww, uh, it's a, it's a Taylor Swift-themed birthday. So, uh, yeah, it's not till Thursday, but at the same time, 
she's coming over today. So I wanted to surprise her. But so I, I spent some time getting the place ready last night. You're the girl. It'll be fun, time. man. It'll be a lot of fun. That is so fantastic. Well, she's turning 10. How crazy <clears throat> is that? She's 10 years old. So yeah, Taylor Swift's big, biggest fan. So I hope she appreciates it. Get ready, it. bro. The, the, the 10 to 20, I think is like, it's, it's freaking a blur. Yeah. It's so quick. I know. I know. I'm just trying to embrace every minute while I, while I still can. So anyway, what, what, what does your week look like? I am writing uh, today. I got to finish the script. I'm going to, uh, people don't know this, but on the side, I do some officiating at weddings. Uh, and so I'm, I'm writing, I'm finishing a ceremony for a wedding that's coming up in three weeks at the Wrigley mansion. Wow. Uh, and so we're going to be doing a, a wedding. So I got to finish writing that because I meet the wedding couple on Wednesday night to go over their script and make sure they like it. Uh, and then I too, uh, am working on a big presentation, um, of all things, of all the things in the world, man, I got asked to do a presentation at this enormous Catholic parish, uh, church here in Scottsdale. Oh, cool. They've got like, 10,000 people that go to this this church and they they wanted to bring me in to talk about self-care and having conversations with people and how to have conversations. So I, like you, am, am, I'm writing out a workshop this week, man, and fine tuning it to make sure that when we present, you know, we don't look like an idiot. Yeah, that's what it's all about, right? That's the main thing. Just don't look bad up there. Don't how stupid. exciting, man. That's like a mega church. That's so it's, cool. it's going to be really cool, man. Wow. Yeah, no, I love it. I, I, I really, any opportunity to get in front of people and, you know, with the holidays coming up and you and I talked about doing a podcast about this and we still should, but you know, there's a lot of people that have to get with family members and friends that they don't like. They just, they, they don't vibe with them. Maybe it's politics. Maybe it's something totally different from politics, but whatever. There's like, there's some rub there. Right. Yeah. And, um, as a guy whose job it was to communicate with people for 27 years, I, I have some, what I think are really powerful tools to use during those conversations. Yeah. And, and so that's the goal. Just give everybody some tips and tricks to escape those difficult conversations on skate. <laughs> Probably a very appropriate conversation to be having about now and nobody better to deliver it than you. That's for sure. Uh, you're a sweet I'm man. I'm sure going to smash it as you always do. Thanks again uh, for watching, Chris. Have a great day. Good luck with the app. See you guys. See everybody next week. See ya.